0: Welcome back to Booze and Buffy, the podcast where we are watching and discussing every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angels in the Series, one by one. We are spoiler-free for future episodes, but there will be spoilers for previous episodes. I'm Harrison, and I think that crying is emotional blackmail. Oof.
1: <laughs> and I'm Jason, and uh, yeah, you know, every cloud has a silver lining.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's always darkest before the dew.
1: <laughs> uh, Harrison, what episode what incredibly, incredibly men are assholes episode <laughs> are we watching this week? <laughs> uh,
0: we are watching Buffy Season 5, Episode 15, I Was Made to Love You. Um, this is the one where a robot named April arrives in Sunnydale looking for her boyfriend slash creator, Warren hilarity ensues and nothing horrible happens. And, uh, I was made to love you was
1: written and directed by our amazing dynamic duo of writer, Jane Espenson and director James, a Contner, (laughs) And it originally aired on February 20th, 2001. One of the most stressful nights on the WB. Indeed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, hit it. Jason. Harrison. John was at the grocery store, so he was not available to make us drinks. So my limited bartending skills were put to good use to make us some, some vodka cranberries. It's okay, like that's you can make the drink that
1: can, you can make a drink that counts. So. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I'm a fan of it, so you got no complaints that here. Matters.
0: Yes. All right. Um, all right. Here's a toast to robots everywhere, uh, and all of their robot games and their robot schemes because not all robots are good um and their robot families um yes cheers It's a good vodka credit. ah uh, thanks yeah jason was looking at me during that toast like what the fuck is he talking about well there, there have been a couple <laughs> things that happened
1: recently that i didn't know if you were really gonna say some words about so i just didn't uh, uh i didn't even think about
0: the fact that uh Oh, yeah, here's a toast to robots. That's fair. And, and you don't have to say anything about it. I thought about it. doing a serious toast, but I'm honestly, I'm just...
1: Yeah. No, I got <sighs> So you. tired. I got you.
0: So, um, all right. I was made to love you. Um, I'm going to say, outside of those final couple minutes, which I'm not even going to touch upon until we get there, because... Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this is probably a pretty divisive, divisive episode. I feel like it's a love it or hate it. I'm a love it. I I think this episode is really... I don't think it's necessarily love it or hate it. I actually,
1: um, but I do like it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I think, I think it is a good episode. It's just that, um, you know... Apart from those, like, I think when people watch it, they're like, oh, there's this episode, and well, there is um, an element of it that will become important for later on, mm-hmm. mild spoiler alert, uh, they're, uh, they, um, I think most people kind of think about it for those last couple yeah, minutes.
0: Yeah, it definitely, it's, it's, it, those last couple minutes make it, it's like, well, who the fuck even cares what just happened? Because. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think the episode is really strong. I think it's funny as hell. Yes, we were uh, commenting
1: on how like the Scooby Gang, they uh, were just like zingers going everywhere. Some good natured ribbing. Even yeah. Joyce gets
0: in on it. Yeah, all, all of it was good. I, you know, you were talking, we ta- you were saying like all men are trash, and agreed they are. Um, <laughs> but I was, we also we were discussing it was like it was a great episode for Xander, like being fucking mature and like listening and...
1: And he's got, like... And he's got that weird... He's obviously got the moment where he's talking about the, uh... The, like, April the bot. Yes. And, um... April bot. But, uh... In all fairness... I It would not surprise me if, like, uh... They didn't necessarily say in the episode, but it would not surprise me if, like... I don't know, there was, like, some sort of pheromone thing involved with, uh, April bot.
0: The way that... The, yeah, the way that, like, um, Xander and Willow both, like, yeah. reacted to, to April kind of made me think the same thing. Like, um, uh, it was definitely, this is not, like, to, like, say anything about uh, the actress playing her, um shanda far
1: who is fantastic she's so
0: good and she's very beautiful but like i don't know there's nothing about her that would make and you know maybe I, maybe this is not the wrong person to be asking, yeah maybe it's because you're but, gay <laughs> but i'm just like there's not, she, it's not like she's like like a runway model who like the second she walks into a room you're, you're about to snap your neck to look at her she's beautiful But, like, yeah, the way their, like, eyes were popping out of their heads, like, (laughs) tongues rolling out of their mouths.
1: I mean, in all fairness,
0: as a straight man who's
1: actually attracted to women, I think she's quite the looker. Okay. Um, All right. All right.
0: Uh, Tara remained uh, immune to her charms. Um, But we did get jealous Tara, which
1: which made me, like... That is something we don't get enough of.
0: Yeah. It's, um, yeah. Tara, I, Tara got to do, like, I don't know. We just got to see a little, a few more shades of Tara in this mm-hmm. episode that I liked. So, why don't we start off in the magic box? Uh, specifically the training room. The training room of the magic box where, um, Buffy is punching what we don't know right away is a very puffy Xander. <laughs> um, She is venting to Giles about the Spike situation, um, and she's just like, what the fuck? This is so fucked up. What did I do? And Giles and Xander both are like, you didn't do anything, Buffy. Yeah. Stop beating yourself up over this. You're
1: not responsible for how somebody else feels, Yeah, and you're especially not responsible for how they go about... acting on those feelings
0: exactly that is an
1: important message for everyone to hear especially women
0: yeah um and xander just gives her such good advice here he's just just he first he listens to her and he's just like listen you know you're a wonderful person and buffy does talk
1: about like maybe she has to like you know slay less and start like kind of changing herself laughing at jokes and
0: he's like no you just be your awesome buffy self and the right guy will come along and and then he doesn't make any sort of weird shitty joke about himself or his penis Mm -hmm. like and he hugs her it's so sweet it is so sweet yeah good boy Xander. xander I know this is a low bar that we're giving him. <laughs> like we're acting like he's re- like he's inventing the wheel here. But like, you know, for Xander this is pretty emotionally mature stuff.
1: By the way, I think I know what your gay agenda is going to be this week. Oh, it's I feel like it's I, I mean it's off I, I was like actively horny while it <laughs> happened. We'll get to it. But I just wanted to say that off the top of the <laughs>
0: off the top of my head. Um uh we leave the training box the training box. The <laughs> room, the, I like that. Let's call that all right. let's call the training room the training box. I'm I'm now we, we go to the magic box proper. Yeah. Um we go to uh is the enter- there's some sort of there's some sort of like funny line that connects these two scenes, but I don't remember what it is. But we are introduced to April wandering the streets of Sunnydale. Well, oh, Xander
1: um, says um oh like, uh, you know, maybe one of the things about, like, you looking for love on a hell mouth is yes. that it's a hellmouth. It's hard to
0: build something here. Yes, that's exactly it. Thank you. Um, yes, we cut to April being uh, dropped off in Sunnydale. I said wandering the streets, but she actually has been uh, given a ride. And the guy's like, what do you want in this crappy town? And she's like, I'm looking for true love. Credits, and then uh, and then we get the then we get the movie Showgirls. <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding. We don't get that. <laughs> Where have you been?
0: Different places.
1: <laughs> have you um, have you ever watched Showgirls? I have. Oh my god, like that movie. I've only seen it the one time, and it is. It was with a whole bunch of friends who like had seen it before, and we're just ready to rip on it. And it was one of my favorite movie experiences of my life. It's.
0: um it was a lot of fun but like also very 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 graphic like oh yeah violent like sexual assault scene that was like it was like "Ah, i'm having such a fun trashy time oh my god this is so horrible and not like the good dark kind of horrible just like uh, but yes, overall it is. And then such there a... was,
1: and then there was the pool scene. Oh my god, the <laughs>
0: least sexy. I don't, I don't think I have my penis inverted. My penis <laughs> went up back inside me. My balls were in my stomach. <laughs> it's like I became a virgin again now, watching uh, that scene.
1: No, I can't. Um, I I can't say from experience. That I've had, like, I've never had sex in a swimming pool, but if that's what it's like, I don't want it. <laughs>
0: <sighs> Alright. We're talking about Buffy, right? <laughs> At the Summer's house, Choice Summers, looking fine. Woo! She's got her hair done, she's got her makeup done, that was, she's
1: that was got my, uh, That was my 90s audience reaction to, like... <laughs> A uh, woman looking fine. Oh yeah.
0: Oh no. This is like um, if if the show had like a laugh track. That is, the second Joyce is on screen. It's yeah. Like,
1: are you sure it doesn't look too momish and like because uh, that's after like the the woo and, yeah. and uh, then Dawn is like, oh, that's a lot, That's why I liked it. Then the odds be like, ha. <laughs>
0: yeah. Dawn and Buffy are forcing Joyce to spin in her dress for their approval and they're. Uh, and their amusement um Joyce
1: and, uh, and after about like time number 4 she's like you're messing with me <laughs> <laughs>
0: um it's a, so it's, a, it's such a it's just a, it's just just cute scene mm-hmm. um they're you know everyone's teasing each other Joyce has a date that's uh that night with a Brian. man named Brian who she met at the gallery So we
1: know how they met <laughs> Shut, 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 shut.
0: She's like, oh my gosh, he was asking me about this thing, but I've been sick, so I didn't know, and he didn't know. We had so much to talk about, <laughs> and that's code for he did a shot out of my belly button. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you remember?
1: Um, I won't say her name to protect her innocence. Okay, <laughs> but uh, do you remember that one? Um, that one girl. Who uh, I think she was in Spamalot with us. She was either in Spamalot or Legally Blonde, and um, she was uh, she was going to college the next year. Okay. And uh, she said that um, one of her goals in college was to, uh, <laughs> to was to do body shots. Oh, uh, I hope she did. <laughs> and, and no, it's just it's so funny because I feel like I didn't talk to her too much. But um, she w- like one time we were just kind of talking. and She was talking about like, oh yeah, I'm going to college next summer, I'm- or I'm going to college next year. I'm very, I'm really excited. Like, oh okay, like what are you, what are you looking forward to the most? She's like, well, I like, can't wait to go to a party and do a body shot. And I'm like,
0: what? All right. <laughs> did she want to be the body or be the the person taking the shot? You know, I did. or maybe both.
1: I didn't want to clarify because it seemed rather inappropriate for me to do so. Fair, fair,
0: <laughs> fair. Um, so, Joyce asks Buffy for some advice, and Buffy's like, listen, both of my boyfriends left. <laughs> like, left town. town. <laughs> um, and, I, and Joyce says, "She, you know, she's, unlike back in Triangle where everyone was acting like Buffy was an old spinster because her second boyfriend had broken up with her. Um, At the age of 20. Joyce is just like, yeah, you had some bad luck with guys. Like, you know, you'll meet someone nice. I mean,
1: Joyce knows about bad luck with guys.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, she... yeah. I was about to say, like, she dated a robot. That's true. Who gets a name drop. Who gets a name drop. But also, (laughs) that wasn't even the worst person that she was with. Yeah. That's Hank. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm like, okay, ranking... Joyce's love interests. I mean number number 1 is Giles. Yeah, number 1 is Giles. They had sex on a police car twice. Mm-hmm. He stole her that. You can blame the candy down.
1: all you want, mm-hmm. but
0: um I always felt like there was something between mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Uh number Rupert. 2 I'm going to put uh Brian. We don't actually see him, but based on what we hear, seems he seems like, like a, a good guy, d- decent guy. Um then I'm going to put Pam, uh, her book club buddy from De- Dead Man's Party. I think they were kissing on the side.
1: Oh, I hope not. That <laughs> choice deserves better.
0: <laughs> then Ted. Then Hank. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: not, the, not the most sparkling, but when Giles is at the top, I mean, mm-hmm. eh, 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 doing okay.
0: So, um... Somewhere in Sunnydale, in a park or something, the dynamic duo, Anya and Tara. Uh, Anya is explaining to Tara that she's been doing online trading. And um, has tripled her money. Tripled her money. As Tara is like, wait, first you had money and now you have money, money, money. Um, uh Tara's a little intimidated by the internet, and Anya's like, "You don't have to tell me, girl. I'm a thousand years old. I took me some time to get used to Lutherans." Yeah, it's fucking hilarious.
1: I, you know <laughs> what? I feel like, I feel like we just send like some DMs to uh, to uh, Emma Caulfield and Amber Benson, and be like, "Hey guys, I don't know what you're busy with right now, but can you guys just get together and maybe like <laughs> film just a couple of like scenes with." Scenes with Anya and Tara. I mean, I know just it's chilling. been I know it's been several years, but <laughs> what if you did it? <laughs> but what if? Um,
0: yeah, it's just the whole. This whole conversation is hilarious. Um, they are encountered by, um, by by April, who asks them if they have seen Warren. Uh, they tell her no. She goes about. And asks the next gentleman she comes across who is sitting at a bench, and they're just like, Huh, weird. Um, <laughs> it's a little convenient that Anya and Tara run into April, but I'll allow it. Uh, the way she's methodically working her way through town, I mean, <laughs> I mean she's gonna run into him <laughs> eventually. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Girl's got a system. <laughs> um, you know,
1: April's actually uh, has that name because uh april starts with a and a and also starting with a is asimov as in the creator Uh, no i just made that up i was i was about to ask i was like are you bullshitting i i yeah there's very much bullshitting well
0: while we're on the subject though of some trivia about april let's talk about the potential original casting of april Ooh. yes so um is it Amy Adams' is April? <laughs> no. Although <laughs> no, she's already been on. <laughs> um, no, it was and this is like rumors. Mm-hmm. I don't know like how far along in the process they ever this ever got, but apparently, um the uh the original casting for April was potentially going to be Britney Spears. Um Okay. And that they actually it, I should take... That's actually not really accurate. It wasn't that they were going to cast Britney Spears as April. It was either that Britney Spears wanted to be on the show or the WB wanted to have her on as, like, some stunt casting. hmm um, Which is funny because they don't really do stunt casting on Buffy very often. Yeah. I feel like the last time was John Ritter, like, as Ted. Um, but the... Um, the writers were unsure of Britney Spears's acting abilities. because She really hadn't done anything uh, acting-wise at this point. Um, Crossroads wouldn't have come out till the next year. Um, not that that movie was gonna be uh...
1: <laughs> in her favor. In
0: her favor. Um... Um, so they wrote. They decided to do a robot character so that if if she was good, great. But if she was bad, then. It's a robot character, and they could get away with it.
1: Yeah, it's just um... sorry. Like, if it had ended up being Britney Spears, it would like this episode would look a lot more uncomfortable yeah. due to all the shit that Britney oh. went through with her conservative shirt. Ah, conservatorship. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Uh, and I'm glad that it's not.
1: Like, I mean, no, th- th- um, it would have sh- distracted. Shonda Far. Shonda Farr... Shonda Farr. Shonda Farr um yeah this girl like you would think that playing a robot is you know it's an easy thing to do you just like don't emote uh but no like i feel like the it's more about consistency of emotion yes the ability to kind of be a one note character but it being intentional exactly um which is why like uh april has this like chipper attitude um she's just look she's just like oh is warren here do you know warren warren's my boyfriend <laughs> and like and i mean like the buff like uh, the scooby gang says it, it's like anybody else get the film that she was a robot yeah like, like... like yeah that totally makes sense and honestly like the the delivery that april has like one it allows for contrast when um you know, the switch gets flipped mm-hmm. and she, like, enters combat mode. <laughs> uh, but um, also, it makes the... L- April's last scene with Buffy just really, really moving.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of pathos there. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's really... Yeah, she does such a good job. Mm-hmm. And and that's not to say that I think that Britney Spears couldn't have done a good job. Yeah, no. Um, but it would have just been distracting. Yeah. It would have been... It's, Britney Spears! Yeah it's, it's, in... yeah, it's a
1: Britney bot. Exactly.
0: Um, and like, especially in 2001, where she was like oh, yeah. at the height. Yep. Whereas like when she was a recurring character on How I Met Your Mother, for instance, it wasn't so distracting because... Right. You know, she wasn't at that pop height fame. I,
1: like, legit forgot that was a thing until you said it. <laughs> oh, Cause I just, mostly because I'm just, like, trying to wipe How I Met Your Mother from my brain.
0: Which is fair, but I actually do remember really, really enjoying her character. Um, She played, um, I can't remember. Was the, she
1: the Boats Girl, or was that? No, okay. that
0: was Laura Bell Bundy. Okay. Um, yeah, because
1: I remember, like, she did go out with Barney. Is that right? Maybe. Maybe. Um,
0: it was Sarah Chalk's character's, like, receptionist. Yes. Or something, yeah. Um, can't remember what her character's name was, but I remember her being very funny, like, mm-hmm. in that role, and, and not distracting. I was like, oh, it's Britney Spears. Like, I recognize her as as her, obviously, but I also recognize Sarah Chalk. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, they're, um, it doesn't feel like a stunt for ratings, which is what this, I think... For those of you who don't know, felt.
1: Sarah Chalk is... Um, she played Elliot Reed mm-hmm. on Scrubs, and for those of you who don't know, who Britney Spears is—you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i I'm, I will bet money that everybody who listens to this podcast knows who Britney Spears is. I was
0: like, I was gonna say, like maybe like two or three years ago, you probably could have had some like quite young people who probably didn't know who she was, but with all the conservator, yeah, with with free like, Britney, no, yeah, no like. You know, I, I I will put money down on this. <laughs> um, the uh, that night the Scoobies attend the uh, UC Sunnydale Spring Break party. Woo, Spring Break! Uh, and it was so funny. I was like, I was watching the scene, and I thought, and I, I guess I've always assumed that this scene was set in the Bronze. I feel like that's a fair assumption to mm-hmm. make when we've got a party scene. But I was like, the way Kantner's directing this is really strange. Like, why is it so there's there's space in the bronze? Why isn't he using the space in the bronze? And it was when April throws Spike out the window where I was like, when, there,
1: when did they get, Where was that window? That is was a long time to think that you're in the wrong building. I
0: know. And that's when I was like, oh, we're in like a frat house on. I, and, and then I was, oh, the directing choices in the scene made more sense when I realized it was in a totally different location. But I was like, what?
1: I actually, um, <laughs> I like the idea of this party. Um, I assume that it is for people who either live in town and um, you know, stay in town on spring break, which would have been me in college, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, people who might like live too far away and it's like prohibitive to um, go home for spring break. So I like the idea that like there's at least a group of a group of people that are like having a big party for those who like aren't, you know going off to the beach for spring break. Well, I mean it's it's Sunnydale, so you can go to the beach anyway. Who aren't like who aren't like going to Panama
0: City for spring yeah. break. Um yeah, it looks fun. Yeah. It looks fun. Um <laughs> Yes, yeah, Mike gets chucked through a window. Yeah. Uh Xander and Buffy are dancing, having a great time, and Anya's patting herself on the back for not being jealous. <laughs> She's like, I let them do that. And Will is just like Wow, how big of you. Um, uh, you know... I, I, don't take this away from Anya, Willow. No! Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Willow, we talked about how you talk to Anya. Yeah. You have a better control over it than she does. <laughs> We're less forgiving when it's you. Uh, maybe that's not fair. Maybe, maybe we should be holding them both to the same standard. Um, but, uh... They're, uh... As they're partying, uh, Ben happens to be seen by Buffy. See how I fucked up, but then,
1: <laughs> then fixed it. I like that. Yeah. Um, um,
0: yeah, and uh,
1: Buffy's Buffy's so trying scary. a little bit. Like all she was missing was just popping that chest right. out a little further.
0: And I love how she just like kind of like as slowly as possible. Don't don't. She's like, don't let him see me until I'm ready to be seen, <laughs> and then like gets herself like right in position and then like when he sees her like oh didn't see there ben i pulled that one before (laughs) (laughs) wow i am jack's complete lack of surprise
1: (laughs) horny bastard
0: yeah um but they chat awkwardly um buffy laughs too hard at something that he says that wasn't that funny (laughs) and then um but it is like it is like a cute little flirtiness between them what i like is that like she's trying too hard at first but as the conversation goes it just becomes more natural yeah
1: and and as i said to harrison while we were watching the episode sarah michelle geller does awkward acting so damn well especially as buffy so good
0: so good um
1: because and i think it's because especially in these later seasons of buffy like she has to she usually has to like have it all together Mm -hmm. and be like kind of this solid like hey i'm i know where i'm at so to see her like completely just kind of fumble something up and it's something so simple as talking to a boy it's it's great yeah it's wonderful i'm
0: into it um Buffy asks him to dance with her He's like, I don't know. But then he changes his mind. Cats don't dance. And he's like, I'll go. He's like, I'll be right back. Go, like, pour out my drink. Just finish it, buddy.
1: Um, Don't be wasteful. And
0: then, who should arrive? William the bloody. William the bloody bastard. (laughs) William
1: the bloody pain in my ass. Oh my
0: god. You know how we're like, like, every time that's like a Spike has like a significant role where like we're like you know fucking one step forward, two steps back. This episode was like four steps back, and then like six more steps back. <laughs> no, yeah, everything like he, he does is, in this uh, episode.
1: Well, yeah, like and you know you would think that after um after everything that went down in Crush, that uh, he'd be a little more apologetic, like trying to get on her good mm-hmm. side. Or, at the
0: very least, staying the fuck away from her. Well, that's that's not going to happen. Right.
1: Um, Because, you know, Spike is Spike. Yeah. Especially what he does at the end of this episode. Fucking gall. But, uh, yeah, he comes up and says, uh, oh, scouting out your next ex. Um, First of all, I don't care who you are, and I don't care who you're saying it to, that might be one of the shittiest things to say to anybody
0: in a public place anywhere. especially someone who's, just recently gone through a breakup yeah um and who you know has had two very traumatic breakups and yes i know he knows that and that's why that's the exact button he's pushing yep god damn it
1: no spike is basically of the opinion that uh oh the Slayer's only going to fall for me if she fucking hates me i'm like well dude she does fucking hate you but you there might be a flaw in your logic yeah
0: buddy you're not yeah buffy stands her ground though she's just like get the fuck away from me Mm -hmm. um and he does but he uh, just kind of hovers in the corner Mm -hmm. glaring at her as Mm -hmm. ben and her talk and uh ben's like
1: uh yeah is that guy bothering you do i have to get into a uncomfortable (laughs) uncomfortable fight uh and
0: she's like no he's like oh thank god (laughs) yeah he's like i'm willing to but like but probably unable. <laughs> um.
1: Um, and so uh, Warren, or excuse me, uh, we do, by the way, see when April Bot show up into the into mm-hmm. the party, and uh, she starts saying, oh, is Warren here? I heard Warren's here. And we see a turd of a guy get up and uh, with a girl that he's with and be like, hey, Katrina, we got to go. We got to go. Yep. Um, guess who that could be. <laughs> uh, but she does go up to Spike and April does go up to Spike and say, Oh, have you seen Boren? he's like, no, like uh, Oh, he's my boy. Uh, I'm looking for my boyfriend. And he's like, well, I think you just or looking for my guy or something. He's like, Oh, I think you just found him. And, uh, he and whispers
0: something,
1: something in his, something in his ear, which, um, probably is some variation of like, I want to plow your mound. And, uh, yeah, probably. And, uh, she, uh, She gets robot pissed, and is like, how dare you say that? You are not my boyfriend. Picks Spike up and chucks him through a window.
0: Ah, so satisfying. (laughs) Buffy
1: is extremely, she's like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: she's got a smile on her face. Um, Before all this goes down, she does have a brief encounter with the Scoobies, and um, I do... (laughs) Anya's marveling at the, um, the Chex Mix um and how like how uh, it's woven how it's woven um and uh it's, it's really funny but um yeah I, chex mix is actually pretty good The mix is good i don't like the rye crisps but i don't like rye so
1: you know i feel like there are a couple of individual things that i'm not a huge fan of but like honestly if you get like the a little beauty bit, of a chex yeah, mix but if you like get a little bit of everything in there it yeah. works for me that's the best part yeah I can like I can get like a rye crisp and if it but if I also had like the pretzels and the checks mm-hmm. and the and the uh, puffs in there um.
0: oh yeah I was talking about yeah. that. I can't remember there I I can never find them in town anymore the most recent time I found some was when we were in New York um, but it's the, I can't remember what it's called but it's a like a mixed bag of chips and it's like Cheetos and Doritos and pretzels and like Sun Chips oh I think I've seen that oh yeah. so good I was like. Because um, it's, it's like, oh, what do I want? I don't have to choose. I can have all of them. <laughs> um, they, when uh, Anya Anya says that April um, speaks with a strange evenness and chooses her words, a tattoo precisely, and, Anya, and Xander says, some of us like that in a girl. Cute. Cute. <laughs> and Anya, like, like, beams at him when he says it. It's like. these little moments between them are just so cute Mm -hmm. I love it so yeah Buffy confronts April um and she's like yo you just threw Spike through a window which is great but like on principle Um... she'll be throwing people through windows yeah um and when she tries to stop April from leaving
1: I I do love when Warren asks later like oh did April hurt anybody she's like no well not anybody that matters
0: (laughs) 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 not anyone who matters so funny (laughs) so funny Um, Yeah, they get into a brief scuffle where Buffy gets thrown against a wall. Um, And I'm gonna... I'm pretty sure this is wrong. Um, It says that this next scene happens at Xander's apartment. But I thought it was happening in one of the lounges at UC Sunnydale. Was it at Xander's apartment? honestly didn't notice. I thought it... I thought it was, like, one of the lounges, because they were at at the university. Yeah. So I just assumed it was in, like, one of the lounges. Well, anyway, the gang gathers at either Xander's apartment or a lounge at UC Sunnydale. It would make sense they would
1: be at the lounge, but, I mean, if they, like, wanted to leave the party and go somewhere where they knew they'd be alone, yeah. the apartment would work. Uh, it seemed to be much more open space than I associate with
0: Xander's yeah. apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Xander's apartment does have quite a bit of space, but that room looked Big, yeah,
1: like you very much look more like a a lounge. yeah oh, uh, wherever they are, yeah. they basically all come to the conclusion that uh, this is this is a robot, yeah. right? And here's the thing. Uh, at first, I wasn't a fan of this because it kind of just seemed like uh, how do I want to phrase this? It, it seemed like it was just kind of skipping a whole section of storytelling. Mm. Um, they just kind of like assume that it's the robot and that it is a robot, and then uh, assume that Warren is the creator. So it's like, oh, let's um, let's like just cliff note that in a in three or four lines and move forward with it. But I mean, I guess the fact that they have encountered at this point uh, two robots, uh, one mythical and one John Ritter, yeah, <laughs> um, I guess it's not the it's not the biggest leap. Um, and actually, like, the way that the episode progresses, I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, no, it it didn't bother me for, like, for two reasons. One, this episode is largely a comedy episode. Yeah. So, like, the joke just is that they're like, oh, obviously this is what it is. <laughs> but also, yeah, they've been doing this for five years. Sometimes mm-hmm. they just know. Like, yeah. you know. Uh... <laughs> that actually kind of makes it funny. Like, oh,
1: yeah, well, it's clearly... <laughs> Like, I, I just I flash back to um season two when uh you know the werewolf first shows up and Giles gets so excited like oh it's a werewolf one of the classics. <laughs> Granted Giles does get a little excited about this. He's like really a robot, <laughs> But yeah, I just love how they're all just kind of casually. Like, all right, so was it just me or was that a robot? Like yeah, it was yeah. a robot. <laughs> I love how
0: Buffy's kind of like it,
1: it does it does set up the good joke when Warren just like all right.
0: You're not going to believe this. this. <laughs> I love how Buffy does start off kind of cautiously like, I think maybe I'm nuts, but... I, and they're all <laughs> like, no, no, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> it, that was really good. Um, for me, the the like shortcut that was a bit too far for me was that Willow was able to track Warren down with just the first name. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that it's not the most common name, but it's also not like his name was like... Blixby or something. <laughs>
1: like <laughs> Good old Blixby Mears.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh I do like that she's just like there's not many Warrens, like and there's Warren Beatty and, you know, President you know, Harding, but <laughs> probably wasn't either of them. <laughs> um
1: Sorry, I'm just like imagining what happens if uh, Warren ever should show up, and I'm just calling Blixby. (laughs) Blixby Mirrors. (laughs)
0: Um, We should say, uh, while we're on the subject of Warren, he's played by Adam Bush, who um, I think plays the role very well, and who, by all accounts, is an actually good person. Yes, and he dated you know, Amber Benson for quite some time. That's right. They I were a couple for this. like it was like after the show ended. I think that they got together and they were together for several years and, um, like wrote a couple books together. I mm-hmm. think and um, they're not together anymore. But I do think they still like partner up on projects and stuff. And
1: I love that. Yeah, yeah. No, um, it, it is rather unfortunate that uh, he plays the character that he plays oh, yeah. because um, unfortunately when you uh. There are times when, like, if you see a person play a character so, so well, and that character happens to be a total piece of shit, <laughs> you think that that actor is a total piece of shit. Like, um, poor, uh, the, the kid who played, uh, Joffrey Baratheon. Oh, yeah, he got, like, um, harassed and shit yeah, over that. Yeah, yeah I hate and, that. and, like, it, and, and he got harassed because he did a really right. good job of playing one of the most despicable beings in the Seven Kingdoms.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, Buffy declares she has to go home. She has to rescue Giles from a very dark fate. That fate is babysitting Dawn.
1: You've met with a dark fate. <laughs> I love how
0: Tara. Tara's like oh, Giles and Dawn. I bet they had a great time. And it's cut to Giles. I'm not babysitting anymore. She's <laughs> far too old for a babysitter. <laughs> she uh, and, and
1: well, Dawn. Well, Dawn maybe like. Too old for a babysitter. I'm pretty sure that one of the main reasons that that was there was because of the danger that was exactly. in with Glory.
0: Absolutely, I I accept it, but I also <laughs> am just like poor Giles. Yeah, he um they had to uh Don forced him to listen to aggressively cheerful music, sung by people chosen for their ability to dance, <laughs> uh, and then they ate cookie dough and talked about boys. Uh, and B- Buffy is like, well, you know, thanks for That sounds here. like a great night she's like, Yeah, she's like, she's like, well, you know, you can trade with my memory of seeing Spike thrown through a window by a robot. Oh, wait. No. I'll <laughs> never mem- trade that for anything. <laughs> um, and he's like, oh, interesting. And he, she's like, yeah, we're going to deal with it in the morning. And, and she's like, unless you want to stay. And at that point, Joyce walks in, having just gone on a great date with Brian. Mm-hmm. Wants to talk all about it, and it's Giles like, you can talk about boys with my, my mom. mom. <laughs> and he's like, I think I'm out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, peace. Yeah. Um, Buffy was skeptical about how great the date went. She didn't see Brian at the door. No, not so much as a as a goodnight kiss. And Joyce is like, Oh, Buffy, I can't. Oh no, I left my bra in his car. Mom? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Careful what you dish, Buffy. Your mother is the pro. (laughs) Who do you think you learned it
1: from? She's like, oh, honey, I'm joking. I left it in the bathroom at the restaurant. No, 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 no. no. It was was the dessert tray. (laughs) The dessert tray, that's what I want to say.
0: And she just chases Buffy upstairs with that image. (laughs) So I think what we know, based on band candy and based on this, Joyce likes banging on things. (sighs)
1: Well, I mean, I feel like usually when
0: you're banging, it's on something. Yeah, but like...
1: You, you mean like non-traditional like not, not banging
0: surface. Exactly. <laughs> she likes to be on top of a cop car. She likes to be on top of the dessert tray. She doesn't want to just be on a bed. She wants to be on top of the most expensive sculpture in the gal- gallery. <laughs> the gallery is a sex club, I'm convinced. She wants to have the zombie mask on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: call me (laughs) licentra i don't
0: know what that is Um,
1: i'm rolling with
0: it uh we get a a quick scene of april knocking on doors at 3 a.m looking for uh still looking for warren hey
1: baby it's 3 a.m i must be
0: (laughs) Yeah, you got to admire the tenacity, the gumption.
1: Well, I mean, she's a she doesn't She need is to a literal it. robot. Yeah. Um, she has this robotic like pace to her.
0: Um uh, in the morning, uh Willow successfully tracks down Warren. Oh, fine, okay. Uh
1: we the, are at the Magic Box.
0: Yeah. They the team is discussing uh why someone might build a robot? Giles is like, whoa, we have to figure out what her purpose is, and they're all like, um, uh, we know
1: what the purpose yeah. is. Like, it's a sex bot.
0: I I love that it's actually Tara who's the first one who's like, well, don't you think it's kind of like, and Giles is like, huh, and like we go around the table of everyone being like, it's I'm like, pretty sure. No, no, it's, I think um, uh, no,
1: uh, one of my favorite Tara. Loves oh this yes. was when uh, Giles is like, are we sure it was a robot? Was like, please check she. she she like had manufactured stamped on her ass. <laughs> what? I tried to do some dirty talk. <laughs>
0: oh, Tara. Maybe I, I love seeing different sides of you, Tara, but maybe maybe maybe, maybe dirty talk is not You're not there yet. <laughs> Practice. Um uh, But yeah, they talk about, you know, what might drive a person to, to create a sex bot. Um and they talk about how you know, maybe he's lonely. Maybe he's, uh, you know, maybe he's got this void in his life that he can't fill. So he tried to do fill it this way, and it's kind of sad and all this. And and I, I am proud of them for their attempts at empathy. Their hearts are in the right place. They just don't know this man. Yeah, yeah, you
1: know, he, yeah. He's just like he's just an asshole. Yeah.
0: Um. But this conversation. And
1: he, yeah, he wants to fill a void.
0: Yeah. <laughs> This conversation does spur Buffy to, uh, give Ben a call. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, uh, she leaves him a message saying that she would like to get coffee, uh, with him, um, as he had proposed the evening oh, no, before. No, no, this
1: isn't the, uh, this isn't a message. She actually does oh, yes. get Ben. You're but right. Ben quickly, like, is literally finishing up changing f- from glory into Ben. Yes,
0: the message is later. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, yeah, so we get the shot of Glory metamorphosizing into Ben, and he's all sweaty, and we see his pics, um, and yeah, they, they, it,
1: they do have a very suggestive shot of Glory when we first see it, mm-hmm. when you first see her, and, uh, mm-hmm. but it's because
0: she's, uh, it's because she's transforming. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he, she, they, they make a date, and then we do get a wide shot of Ben, Wearing Glory's dress. Very good. And, you know, kind of
1: pulling it off. Yeah. I mean,
0: (laughs) it's very obvious that it's It's been refit for him. It's been refit for him, which I... I I don't know. There's a part of me that's just like, oh, maybe it would have been funnier if we had, like, a Hulk situation where you've got, like, rips in it. But I'm also like, Glory would never allow that to happen to her clothes. She's like, magiced her outfit so that it it grows when she transforms into Ben.
1: It's, it, it's a special type of spank. Yeah.
0: She, <laughs> she like she like she was like to her minions. She was like, okay, next time I'm Ben, you're gonna you're gonna take his measurements so I know exactly what 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 how to do the spell so that my clothes don't get ruined. Head canon. I I'm okay with that. Yeah. I Um, At Warren's house, he's uh, uh, trying to get all of his shit packed and get Katrina out of there. And she's like, what the fuck's going on? We're just going to leave without saying goodbye to your mom. Um, Because it should be noted that Warren does not go to UC Sunnydale. He was a Sunnydale High student, but he went to college out of town and is visiting for spring break. Um...
1: This also means that he knows that Buffy's the slayer because when Buffy mm-hmm. does show up, she's like, you know who I am. He's, He's, like, He's like, yep, fuck. Yep, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm in trouble. Whoopsie doopsie! <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so yeah, Buffy shows up and Katrina's like, who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is April? What the fuck is going on? Fuck this. out." Yep. Um, but Warren reveals to her, to Buffy that April is a robot <laughs> hoping to blow her mind yeah. he's like uh, this is and this is just one of those like he's an asshole in a lot of like really obvious ways but this is one of the more subtle ways that I really appreciate this year is well, when like, she's like I know what she is and he says you couldn't possibly know and also like, like you know he should like
1: like he starts the scene off showing like concern for like her for, uh, getting, um, Katrina out of there with him, mm-hmm. uh, but, and, but then he's just like, then he tells her to just, like, shut up, and, mm-hmm. uh, and, yeah, says, like, a lot of demeaning things to her, I'm like, you're an asshole. Yeah,
0: and from what we know about Katrina, which is not a lot, but, um, we learned that she is, uh, funny, she's very, very smart, apparently, um, met in, like, an engineering class where mm-hmm. she made, like, a magnet train. Um, not like a magnet train, like the big ones, but like, like a model. A mini monorail. Um, uh, we see that she's very independent. And so it, presumably Warren has been able up to this point to successfully have that mask mm-hmm. um, that he loses mm-hmm. in this episode. Um, but uh, Warren explains to Buffy that he made April to... She's not a sex spot. She's a, a girlfriend. girlfriend. And...
1: Uh, yeah, he, and this... And we over the next, like... Over the next scene, we find out that, like... Oh, he, um... Basically, with... A- being with April was too easy. Because mm-hmm. all she did was everything that Warren said. Yep. And, uh, so... He, he got bored. He got bored, and he left. Didn't even tell April that he was leaving, just like left her at the apartment and hope that like her batteries would run out. Fucking really, dude. Like, right?
0: I mean, turn off your
1: robot at the, right, very, the least. very least.
0: God damn. I mean, Angel and Riley had the decency to tell Buffy they were leaving.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like. And, yeah, and he says like, uh, oh, uh, when they're looking for, is like, oh, um, if she hears my name, like, if she hears me calling her name, she'll like come to me and. Yeah, Buffy just gets, like, more and more disgusted by this Yeah, because if she doesn't,
0: it hurts her. It causes her physical pain. I think that's the detail that is so, the most insidious to me. Like, all of these things are adding up to such a fucking creep. Mm -hmm. But it's that one little detail of, if she doesn't doesn't respond to my orders, she feels physical pain. Yeah, and, uh,
1: and then, like, later on in her last scene, she says, like, uh, Oh, I don't cry. Like, uh, crying is blackmail. Good girlfriends don't cry. Ugh. That is... That is despicable. So
0: disgusting. So fucking disgusting. Um... We, uh... At the Magic Box, speaking of... Disgusting. Despicable, <laughs> disgusting men. Uh, Spike shows up. The, well, whole...
1: the Yeah, the Scoobies have just finished explaining to Dawn... Uh, yeah. that, oh, hey... There's, like, this robot girl that Buffy's trying to chase down. Yeah. And,
0: uh... This is where we get our Ted name dropped. Because yes. she's... Uh, she, she was like, I always thought there might be another one of those. That's also... It's just one of those fun little things where it's just, like, Dawn wasn't there for Ted. But, like... But she but was. But she was. Yeah. Um, um, Spike arrives as being such a dick. And
1: yeah nobody nobody wants to give him the time of day like he even he even thinks to like even looks to don as like uh is this the first time he calls her a little bit i'm not sure because i feel like we talked about this before and he had like a pet name for her or something when uh don was finding out like about yeah was it Niblet was key yeah i think so um but uh, yeah like little bit becomes the one that sticks mm-hmm. uh Spoiler alert! Uh, but the, um, the yeah, even she doesn't yeah. want to deal with him, and he's like, "Look, you guys are like, and there's misrepresentation, <laughs> and slander, Sland. and uh, yeah." So like, the Slayer and I are working together. Then, here's some. Would you like to go uh, into this week's gay agenda?
0: Oh uh, yes. So I do want to just, I each of the Scoobies does get a good moment. Like Anya has just like maybe we can get the robot to throw you through a window again. That was cool. Um, I do love the moment where he gets, like, nasty with Dawn, and Tara, like, puts herself between Spike and Dawn. It's, like, it's very subtle, but, like, it, it was a good moment. Um, but yes, Giles, uh, gets... The glasses come off. Um, you know when the glasses come off. Uh, and Giles gets... He shoves Spike against, uh, like, a shelf. Um gets right up in his face and t- it's like so intense his voice drops like like two registers he already has a pretty deep voice mm-hmm. um and he says we are not your friends we are not your way to Buffy there is no way to buffy clear out of here and spike this thing get over it move the hell on And it is so fucking hot. <laughs> I, ah, oh, daddy, please. Um, I think. Um, and it's like, and it, it, it like, uh, there's, there's something so hot about Giles getting dark and dangerous, and especially when he's doing it to protect Buffy. I think.
1: Um, <laughs> I think you might have a couple of father issues. That you may have to work on.
0: Yes. But but not related. You know, you say that, but Giles hot. (laughs) Um But yeah, also it is just like just outside of like how sexy Giles is, this moment is so fucking badass.
1: No, and I and I mean a lot of people. Someone needed to do it. And and I feel like a lot of people there might be some people who say that, uh, um, oh, it's stupid that Buffy isn't, like, saying this for herself. But Buffy is. There is something that's stopping Buffy from staking Spike. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, when. Oh, by the way, I almost forgot, like, uh, when, when Spike does first see Buffy at the party, she just, like, gives him this look and says, like, ooh, if looks could stake. That was a good line. Yeah. Uh, but, um,. Yeah, there's something that's stopping Buffy from, like, just treating Spike like any other vampire, but I love that, like, if, if Buffy is not going to, like, tell Spike what he needs to hear, or he is, or she is, and he's just not hearing it, I love that, like, all of the Scoobies, especially her dad, Mm -hmm. has, has her back, and they're like, dude,
0: step off. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um... April, get, yourself, get yourselves a family like the Scoobies. Exactly. Uh April and Katrina both arrive at a park at the same time. Sure that'll go great. It does not. Uh yeah, because Katrina's
1: She's like uh she's still kind of mad about all this. Yeah. And uh, well it is a fairly fresh moon, <laughs> and says uh and says to April, like, look, you need to like just back off. Uh, Warren's my boyfriend, and of course, This sets April off. It's like, no, you're lying. You need to stop lying. And grabs her and, like, starts squeezing her. Yeah, we hear
0: something crack. Yeah. Um, And they
1: kind of, like, make it a little ambiguous as to whether she's alive or not.
0: Oh, no. I straight up... I remember the first time I watched this episode, I for real believed that April had just murdered Katrina. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm glad that she didn't. But I, like, I was just like, oh, shit. Like, this has been a very funny episode. And now it's not... Alright, um... Wait, wait about ten minutes. Yeah, so, um... Buffy and, uh, Warren track them down. Um, they confirm that Katrina is in fact alive. And Buffy tells Warren, he's like, you've got to tell her the truth. You've got to be honest with her. Um, and- I, I do really like that, um, this is
1: the one time when we get a, uh, look at, um the heads up display yes. uh, and um she like she has like the identifications for Warren and has all these things like a uh, boyfriend, lover and then like she has snappy dresser on there. I wouldn't necessarily say snappy. No. He's like very
0: Oof. very like college engineer derivative yeah um, they 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 pulled that costume out of Xander's wardrobe <laughs> They, they they literally went, someone was like, Oh, just grab something out of the Xander racks. <laughs> um But uh instead of doing the right thing, Warren blames Buffy. Yeah, he says, I don't love you, I love her, which then like
1: she does intercombat mode. <laughs> love that she goes combat mode. Um and she growls at her, which Buffy's <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's not something she does
0: for the rest of the episode, or hasn't done since, but that's just funny. So funny! (laughs) Uh, They have this fight. It's an okay fight. I think the coolest part of it is they use part of a broken seesaw. Yeah. Um, um, And uh, April does get some damage, which Katrina sees when she wakes up, and she's like, is that a fucking robot? (laughs) And Warren's response is, she's not just for sex! (laughs) And Katrina's like, "Fuck this, I'm out."
1: Yes, that is like the the two the two smartest things that Katrina does has done in this episode is she tries to leave Warren once, um, of course, like she she then like kind of negates that by uh, confronting April. Um, but I can't really say that that's like I can understand being emotional and like yeah. wanting to take it out on somebody. But this, she's like, "You know what? I'm not even hanging around for this
0: resolution. I'm out." Yeah, yeah. The first one comes across as like, uh, "I'm really pissed and I'm storming out." But you know, maybe once I cool off I'll come back and we can talk it through. This one is like... Yeah, and we're done. Know, we're <laughs> no, we're done. Absolutely not. We're done, um, son. The... Uh, Don't let the door hit you where the yeah. good Lord split you. <laughs> um, as they fight uh, April gets Buffy in a chokehold um, but she finds she can't crush. Aww. um, And we see her start to lose power um, and I... I'm guessing, I'm unclear because there's, she has a line earlier in the episode where she tells someone who she asks about Warren that she's tired, which to me, that translates to like her batteries is draining. And
1: and Warren does say that like her batteries should have drained by now. Right.
0: so I'm I'm curious if this is just like naturally her battery draining or if Buffy damaging her like skin. It, it that might be up. like
1: yeah, it might be damaging, it might also just be like exerting a lot of that power fighting the swing. That's land. true, that's true. Um but
0: yeah, they Warren does get away though, he weasels oh, away. Fucker. Um, but so they have this scene that's so yes. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, they sit on the swings, Buffy and April, and Buffy just sits with her while she dies. Um, and comforts her, essentially. And April's just like, you know, I did everything right. I was the perfect girlfriend. Why wasn't I good enough? And Buffy's, Buffy's like, I feel ya. I yeah. feel you sister. Yeah, because remember, <laughs>
1: Buffy was like planning on, you know, kind of trying to change herself. Or she was debating on changing yeah. herself in order to be more, um dateable mm-hmm. to men and uh and yeah and it's it's great that uh she has this um i can't remember who it was that she was talking with uh later uh um, oh it's xander again. it is xander yeah. yeah yeah that's right it's while he's fixing the window because mm-hmm. it's a really uh, nice bookend for the yeah episode. yeah and he said and she says like um i don't think i need to date somebody right now mm-hmm. that is y'all that is something that everybody should feel mm-hmm. um yeah. if you're in a relationship that's happy and healthy yeah congratulations all power to you but, um, but it's okay to be single it's okay it it is to be, okay by to yourself. be like yeah it's, uh, and i honestly i have found um i went through kind of a rough patch uh, a couple of years ago and i and one of the things that i logically came to was that um if uh a little bit of sharing time here <laughs> Um, there was this one girl that, uh, I, that had like, it was an old flame and she had a, um, she basically said to me like, uh, Oh, I want you to like, I want us to be together. Um, I want, like, I want to be with you. And, um, and I kind of like, and I did think about it, but I also kind of like looked at me and I'm like, listen, i don't even love myself right now and that does not put me in a good position to try to love somebody else Mm -hmm. i mean i do care about you but i need to work on me and i don't i wouldn't say that's exactly what buffy's going through but i mean i feel like that's that is a big thing when Mm -hmm. you are single it's like hey if you can't love yourself it's gonna be hard to love somebody else so you gotta you gotta be really secure with yourself Mm -hmm. you may you may not be entirely secure with yourself when you like go out dating sometimes like you just meet the right person at the right time yeah but it's um like it's okay to wait a little bit and Mm -hmm. you know be ready work on the best version of yourself yeah because that'll be that'll be the one that reels in that uh that special person you're looking for
0: yeah no, I really appreciate that Buffy has this kind of mirror to look into with April, you know, that obviously she's feeling insecure. What did I do wrong? What mm-hmm. what did I do to lose Angel and Riley? And what did I do to attract Spike? Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, those are the emotions she's going through. And so to be presented with April, who literally did everything perfectly, um, I think that is it's really good for Buffy to be able to see that and to take that really mature step that she does um here where she calls up ben and leaves him a message and just says hey i'm not ready for this right now and glory is offended
1: maybe not even offended but more just like shocked (laughs) hurt like actually hurt she turned us down that might be the most she's been hurt by (laughs) buffy to this point in the season
0: so it's like okay buffy you can't fight her physically can hurt, feelings. go for the heart, <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, and, uh, and again, I want to give one more shout out to uh, Sean DeFar because, like, her uh, her like plucky attitude mm-hmm. throughout the entire episode allows for this episode to have the power that it does because she's just got this resigned confusion mm-hmm. and she's like just kind of slowly drifting away and just doesn't really know what's yeah. happening, and then. And- she plays that so well so
0: well and then how like her last couple lines are just a bunch of like like rote little um mm-hmm. like proverb not proverbs that's not right but like you know the, if you, life gives you lemons make lemonade, mm-hmm. that sort of things platitudes platitudes thank you um and ends on uh, it's always darkest, darkest but, before yeah. and she doesn't say dawn. Which I think it's also very interesting that they mm-hmm. ended on, on well, that. Well, that's one.
1: because things are about to get dark. <laughs> yes, and dawn is here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: um. At the frat house, Xander is fixing the window, um, and Buffy compliments him and uh, tells him he did a great job. And she, um, there, there's this moment that I really, really love where, like. She's uh, she's she, she's telling him that she's doing a good job, but he said she says it in kind of like a teasing way, and he just says, "Yeah, we did do a good job. but I'm really good at this, actually." Mm-hmm. And it's not cocky. Like Nicholas Brendan does a great job of making it's, this line. Yeah, it's
1: almost just a little surprise at his own competence. Yeah, which, I mean that that's great. It's it's like uh, it it's like seeing somebody get faith in themselves. Exactly. The first time.
0: Exactly. Like he's like, "Yeah, I am good at this." I. This is something of value that I can do, um, you know, and I, I appreciate that. I mean, listen, Buffy makes a joke about him starting his own business. But like in Sunnydale, I mean, how many times has the summer's house been trashed? Yeah, no, like
1: like, like insurance and construction might be the best rackets to get into <laughs> in Sunnydale. Yeah,
0: um, it's like, yeah, like top three insurance, construction, construction uh um like uh a uh, coroner um, yes. <laughs> and um but uh they let, yeah they just have yeah oh, it's a great conversation but where... let's, uh,
1: unfortunately we have a we're moving away from a healthy male character to an unhealthy male character spike yeah spike is uh pissed at what all the people said and um, he's like, "Yeah, fine, I'll get over." And he's like taking down all of his pictures of Buffy and uh, taking apart his Buffy model. And you think like, "Oh, he's gonna burn it or something?" No, he takes it to Warren, and he's like, "You're making me, you're making me a Buffy robot."
0: <sighs> Guys, remember that is not the way to deal with your problems. Remember when. Grace on our episode of Triangle is like, what a toxic man. (laughs) (laughs) What a toxic man. What a toxic man. What a toxic
1: man. Like, he he just goes straight up to Blixby and (laughs) and he's like, make her good for me. Like, ugh. Alright. Let's, um, take a breath. Alright. right, last scene of the episode.
0: Buffy comes home. Uh, there are some beautiful flowers sitting on the on the side table. They're from, from Brian. They're from Brian. Thanking her for a great evening um, and hoping to see her again. Buffy Buffy's, says, like, oh,
1: some some guys
0: still do it right. Yeah. So, two shitty men in this episode, three good men in this episode. Uh, I guess that's... I don't know. I think Ben's pretty good in this episode. Four good men. Actually, okay, more good men than uh, than expected, uh, but Buffy sh- shouts up the stairs for her mom, asking her where she is, if she wants Buffy to pick Don up for school up from school. Um, she doesn't get a response, and then we get the shot that, in my opinion, is like the most harrowing shot ever put on television. Uh, over Buffy's shoulder, Joyce lying on the couch. Um Eyes She's open. out of focus, but the way she's laying, you can tell something's not right. Mm-hmm. When Buffy turns and sees her, yeah, we, she finally comes into focus, eyes open.
1: Uh, I think her mouth is, is her mouth open Like, too? slightly,
0: yeah. not like, not like slack jaw yeah, or anything, but. Yeah, completely
1: motionless. Like, lying on her back.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, like, one leg is, like, One leg is off, off,
1: um, the, her arms are just kind of, like, down.
0: Yeah. The, the way Joyce is on this couch is, like, an image I will never, will never leave my mind. Yeah, no, like, the, um, the
1: minute, the minute that I saw it, knowing what was to come, mm-hmm. I mean, it just started getting emotional. Yeah,
0: And, uh, yeah. Then Buffy's got three lines. Says, Mom. Well, first she says, What are you doing? Yeah. And then she says, Mom. Mom. Mommy. Yeah. That is, um... Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know how we're gonna do this next Buffy episode. What a romp of an episode. And it's, like, it's brilliant. It really, like, it is... It, it if we hadn't had all this because i'm let's not beat around the bush Joyce is dead yeah like i i feel very confident that that's okay to say yeah. at this juncture she is i feel like if we hadn't had all of the stuff earlier in the season yeah, and, this would be really cheap
1: and and i'm pretty sure that um when i saw this episode for the first time i just kind of knew that um yeah like even before I knew that the next Buffy episode was called what it is, I knew that like, oh, Joyce is dead. Yeah. Um but yeah and uh and that is something that Joss Whedon likes to do. He will he will get the maximum amount of emotion out of you by making you feel like everything's okay Mm -hmm. and then just ripping it away from you yeah
0: because we did i mean we had the whole arc of her illness and we had an episode that when she went into surgery and all the characters were hugging her before she went in and it felt like maybe this was it maybe that could be it and then she comes out of the surgery and she's fine and we see her recovery and in this episode she goes on a great date with a seemingly great guy and you know like we have yeah we have like Super toxic men in this episode, mm-hmm.
1: but I mean, I think overall there's like some pretty funny stuff happening. Yeah, like this this really is just kind of like a nice, fun little romp.
0: Exactly. Which then and then the rug, yeah, gets pulled out from under Yeah, you ago.
1: wouldn't think that anything was bad was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so. This is probably what people most remember about the episode. Yeah. Uh,
0: and, you know, I said people love it or hate it. And, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think maybe that's too strong. But I think there are, the, maybe it's people who, who can separate this coda from the rest of the episode and enjoy, like, the rest of the episode. Yeah. Um, and then there's the people who, like, this is all they can focus mm-hmm. on. Which, understandable. Like, yeah. it is, it is, it is totally devastating. uh uh-huh. Um, but we'll have so much more to say about that in two weeks. Oh boy. <laughs> um, are we? Yeah. Uh,
1: are we going to get any guests for that, or is this just? I don't us? know.
0: It might, I might. I I keep flitting back and forth on if.
1: I kind of just want somebody there for the emotional support.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. On All the right. Because I I've I've had that thought. I was like, oh, should we get someone in? Is that is that going to make it? Is that going to make the emotions easier or harder? <laughs> like. Um, we'll see. Yeah.
1: Um but yeah, that is uh I was made to I love you. I was made you. to love you. Um I I have to say, this is my first time watching this episode since my initial watch through of mm-hmm. it. Of Buffy. And um yeah, I did kind of forget about this episode due to like what happens in this episode due to like what happens at the end. And um and I have to say, I I feel kind of bad for doing that because I think this is a really strong episode and mm-hmm. like it leans into the camp of Buffy so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got, you've got great moments across the board for a lot of characters. Um, including like, even if they've just got a couple zingers here and there, yeah. uh, like, like Dawn and, uh, like Dawn and Willow and Tara do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it's just in, it's just an enjoyable episode. Um, and of course, when I refer to enjoyable, I am referring to (laughs) the main plot of the episode and yeah, surprisingly moving scene that kind of took it, took it up a notch for me. I'm going to give this a four out of five, um, four out of five, uh, broken windows that because vampires were thrown through them. Yeah,
0: no, I'm right there with you. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's very, very funny. Um, Buffy has a really great just, like, kind of mini arc in this episode of dealing with the relationship trauma that she's gone through between these three men. And, Um, um,
1: you know, it's good that that kind of wraps up, mm -hmm. sort of. Like, she gets to a point where, like, oh, I need to work on myself because she's got a whole batch of trauma, new trauma to deal with. Exactly. uh, Coming up. Yeah,
0: so... Just when um, you think you're out of the woods. uh Yeah, and, and, yeah, and I will say even outside of Joyce's death here at the end, this episode, um... is, like, surprisingly important into the arc. Um, like...
1: It it (laughs) is kind of strange, though, that this is, like, this is... Because, you know, most people associate the next episode, the next Buffy episode with the episode where Joyce dies. But... Yeah. Technically, she dies in this episode. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Weird.
0: But, yeah, it's also for, um... I'm going to say um, four broken seesaws out of five. Of, there's a lot of property damage. <laughs> yeah, a lot of property but, damage. But
1: Xander's there to fix it.
0: Yay. Yay. Uh, yeah. Take us out, Jason.
1: All right. Thank you all for joining us on uh, Booze and Buffy. And we'll be back next week with Angel Season 2, Episode 15 reprise reprise reprise
0: or reprise i oh, was so just saying you say reprise i say reprise um actually i say reprise typically i say, I say but, reprise as well um
1: but even though I, even though i've heard the word reprisal um mm, yeah i think it's one of those words that both i think I, work. yeah
0: i think either is acceptable um i'm harrison and you can find me on instagram at harrison alexander kaufman and on twitter at harrison kaufman that's spelled c-o-f-f-m-a-n
1: and I'm Jason. You can find me on Instagram at yamij 357 and on Twitter at YamiJ. Mm-hmm.
0: And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Booze and Buffy. Or you can email us at boozandbuffy at gmail.com. And you know, the, since you're listening... And the and is spelled out "a A-N-D. d." Sorry. <laughs> since you're
1: listening, I mean, you might as And you like what you're hearing. I mean, I don't think you just randomly pick... Oh, this episode is going to be the one that I want to listen to, <laughs> Booz and Buffy. I think you probably uh, listened to us on the reggie, so go ahead subscribe, rate, review. And you can do that on Apple Podcasts. You can do that on Spotify. You can mm-hmm. do that anywhere you get podcasts. Yeah.
0: I'm not in a feud with Apple Podcasts anymore, so they've, they've, they've made some updates that brought back some features that I liked. I mean, I, I haven't
1: had any problems with Apple Podcasts. And I, granted, I just started using it because I was using Spotify. But then like the whole Joe Rogan thing. Nah. And I'm just kind of like... Which isn't exactly why I left Spotify. I, I kind of left Spotify because like the Joe Rogan thing made me list, Like made people like comment on how things sound better on Apple and other streaming platforms than it does on Spotify. I'm like, really, really? And so I like I listened to an album on Apple music and I was like, this actually does kind of sound better. Hmm. So uh interesting. I actually haven't compared like podcast to podcasts; I've only compared music, but uh yeah, I think it does sound better. Uh so I've been I've been rocking Apple for a little while now.
0: Nice, nice. Each week we like to give a shout out to a worthy charity or a nonprofit. This week we're highlighting the Sunshine Kids Foundation. The Sunshine Kids Foundation provides exciting positive group activities and opportunities for children with cancer so that they may once again do what kids are meant to do have fun and celebrate life visit www.sunshinekids.org for more information and as always go slay and be gay yes. bye
1: bye y'all